Ready when you are. Ready to begin. So I intro in. Yes, ma'am. I tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh! She just oh, came into the fire and said, Linda, go. Lead us. Hey, hi, it's Saf and Ree, your favorite cousin duo. Welcome to Mino, the podcast for those who don't know but want. Ree is starting over. And Saf is just getting started. On this ever-evolving journey of life. Come with us as we explore all the things we want. And ultimately how to live and love as intentionally as we can. We'll have some fun along the way. We learn and grow together because that's what this life we have is for. Darling, darling, darling. Welcome back to another Mino Monday. At the time of recording, this is episode six. Hopefully everything aligns and at the time of listening is still episode six. If this is your first time hanging with us on Mino Podcast, welcome in and we hope that you stick around to be a part of our little band of darlings here. This is Ree, one half of Mino, and I'm here with my fellow shenanigan razor. Sap. Ah. Sap, what are we doing today? <laughs> Me, no. She says shenanigan razor. What? <laughs> what? What? Hello. Luckily, I have a little idea about what we're doing today. Um, in today's episode, we're going to talk about what it feels like to be affirmed. We're going to ask the question, do you feel affirmed? Hopefully, maybe we answer it by the end of the episode, and we hope you stick around for the entire thing. So, to kick things off, I'll ask you, Saf, do you feel affirmed in this moment? You are very wise to say in this moment. (laughs) (laughs) But then I also have questions by myself, by others. Um, QTNA. By the people around me, yes. By myself, no. Mm. It's just a lot happening and decisions mm-hmm. to be made. And I really don't want to be making these decisions. Well, anyway. Sorry <laughs> to tell you, darling. Decisions gotta be made. Choices gotta be had. All right, let me stop singing. <laughs> um, How about you? As for me. I I think generally right now, yes, um, both by my people and also by myself. I, I think right now I just have this kind of encouragement just from being alive and being I guess feeling alive. <laughs> being alive. <laughs> But alone. Okay. Don't it's not alone, me. Ria, but alive. Hello, amen, somebody. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Pilot <Help> me. <laughs> Pilot us. Pilot us is correct. All right. Um, so I was saying, like, even like what you're saying about having to make decisions, I I feel affirmed knowing that I have to and can. If that makes sense. Mm. I hope it does. Yeah, because it I does think, make sense. I think like at times I felt kind of paralyzed by having to make decisions and feel a little bit more empowered that I have the choice to make decisions mm-hmm. and that I can. All right. That was a nice little can opener. I, can I just say it warms my heart to see you like boldly step into space where you're like this decision is mine to make and nobody else's so <laughs> this is what I'm going to do love you for that so I have to say. we are now going to dive into the center of the 
into the meat of the matter because what is going on over there? Yeah, I don't know. These construction walkers. She's Do you not this... know a podcast is being recorded? <laughs> She's into the center of the... I can't even pop like now. Okay, um, I know the song, so sing it in your head. Right, that's not where my head went. But to the meat of the matter, let's go. <laughs> to the meat of the matter, all right. So as usual, we're going to start out with um, creating our def- definition or framing what we're going to be talking about. So what is an affirmation? And this definition that we have, it was pulled from different sources. One is an article on positivepsychology.com called Daily Affirmations. And the other is from a website called dailygoalgetter.com. And the title of that one is What are Affirmations and How Do You Use Them? So an affirmation is a short, powerful, and positive statement that can help you to challenge and overcome self-sabotaging, negative, and unhelpful thoughts. And they come out of a psychological theory, which is a self-affirmation theory developed by Claude M. Steele in 1988 which basically posited that people have a strong desire to maintain a positive self-view. So when their self-image is threatened, they can affirm an equally important but unrelated aspect of self so that they can restore the integrity of self and the positive self-image that they crave and need. You agree with that definition, Saf, basically? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so some examples, if you've never heard of affirmations, I think most people probably have because they're very rampant. Is that the correct word to use? Prevalent. Or popular. Say that again. I said prevalent. I don't prevalent. Know. That's a much better word because rampant just sounds like they kind of wild out there. Oh, they're they... gavelanting. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Ramping everywhere. They're very prevalent on the internet in in many spaces. So some examples are, I believe in myself and trust my own wisdom. I am gifted with and surrounded by amazing friends and family. I am resilient, strong, and brave, and I cannot be destroyed. When I lie down to sleep, everything is as it should be, and I rest content. I accept and love myself thoroughly and completely so those are some examples of affirmations now Saf do you think that affirmations are just positive woo 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 or are they something that (laughs) something um, that we can use as a useful tool to help us to develop a more optimistic approach to life optimistic huh woo woo Mm. woo Um, I I feel like sometimes affirmations could serve as like a band aid, mm. and not and not an actual healing tool. Um, it all depends on how the individual approaches it and their mindset going into establishing these affirmations. Because it could be like a, a temporary fix. Like, man, I just. I just don't feel like this is for me. And then you pull up some affirmations from the internet and Mm -hmm. then you're just like, what is for me will come to me, you know? (laughs) And you sit and you meditate on it Mm -hmm. for like a moment and then you move on. Like, you didn't really believe what it is that you were saying. Yep. And then for it to be like a healing tool, my view is that you have to like sit down, at least for me, I sit down and I think about what it is I want. Like when I do my check-ins, I see where I am and then I write and then I pull from my writing and then I'm just like, okay, great, A, B, C, D, X, Y, Z. And then sometimes on the internet, I don't know, it just all aligns with where I'm at emotionally. Mm-hmm. And then I would like pull words or phrases and then apply them to me. 
Mm. But I have so you. you see, I have to. I have to keep going back though, because I feel like the purpose of affirmations is to go back and remind yourself that this is what you want for you, mm-hmm. and you have to keep walking toward it. It's a. It's like a a, a elevation too. Mm-hmm. So important things I'm pulling from what you said. It has to be something that's personal to you. After thinking about what it is that you actually want, mm-hmm. and you also have to keep at it so you have to be consistent and then you have to also implement action Mm -hmm. right yeah I agree with that because like you said if you are let's say you're facing a very difficult situation affirmations can help but if it's just you're going to read an affirmation once and expect some kind of miracle I guess they are not going to be very helpful of you because it's almost like you would be disregarding the reality Mm -hmm. of the situation yeah and then you're not really able to tackle it in a way that would be helpful to you so I think there's a a sort of imbalance that you have to look for they have to walk toward you use your affirmations but you also um, pair your affirmations with other approaches whether like you said having a a check-in with yourself you're setting goals. You're taking action. Action. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will not finish it. I Nobody will finish release. it. <laughs> we won't go into that. We will not. Not on today. Not on today. Okay, no. so. Now that we know what affirmations are, what does it mean to you? To feel affirmed. Or how does it feel to be affirmed? When my actions and my thoughts align with, like when my current, my present day actions and my thoughts Mm -hmm. align with what yesterday wanted to see. Mm. I love that. That is so good. That that should be on a little um, what do you call them things? It should be like a little quote. Mm-hmm. And you put that out into the internet space. And my thoughts and actions of today align with what yesterday wanted to see. Love that. Definitely that sounds good. Um, because I was reading earlier about like cognitive dissonance. Basically, when you have thoughts and your actions are not aligning with those things and that's a situation where you would not, definitely not feel a form because you would be kind of a mess. Um, for me, I think it's when I feel capable of dealing with change mm. or dealing with challenges. Basically knowing that recovery from those things is possible and is largely I'm going to say largely because it's not always completely, but largely in my own hands. All right. So coming from the article on positivepsychology.com, we have a few um, ways that we can know, I guess, that we are feeling affirmed. So we could take these in talk. So we are flexible and we feel capable of adapting to different circumstances. So this is when our self-identity is flexible and we don't see ourselves in one way. So we're not saying, okay, I'm a student or I'm a wife or I am a teacher or whatever career role we might have. We know that we have different identities and different roles and therefore we can achieve success in different ways. Mm. Yeah, love that. Um, it's not about being perfect, exceptional, or even excellent. It's more about being competent and adequate in the areas that we personally value. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you ain't going to set me up. You ain't I ain't doing do nothing. All right. So we act in ways that authentically merit acknowledgement and praise. So our actions that we take or the things that we say, the affirmations that we use, and not to seek out praise, 
but we are behaving in ways that are consistent with our values. So whatever it is we are doing, people may praise our actions, but we're not, we're not seeking praise. And that brings us to our sources of affirmation. Where are we pulling that sense of affirmation from? So <laughs> where are you drawing? <laughs> where are you drawing your sense of self from? Is it from within you? From your relationships, friendships, work relationships? Is it from your accomplishments? Or do you think all of them have a role to play in you feeling affirmed? Um, all of them have a role to play, but at different percentages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's not an equal thing. It's mostly from self, then a little bit from accomplishments, mm-hmm. and then um, friendships and family, for sure. There's no presence of any other kind of relationship, but like the friendships and family and the networking... And just mm. people be, you know, yep, beautiful souls. Like when you beautiful find souls. when you find a sense of community, mm. then you truly understand what feeling affirmed is, because there's like this 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 positive, um, um, what's the word? Amplification of love. Mm-hmm. And also, people just feeding into your values, aligning with your values, and walking to lift you up while you lift them up. Feel it. Love lift us up where we belong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely feel that. I think that's important. Um, and it's only human, right, that we would want to feel that sense of support, mm-hmm. that sense of love from the people around us. Mm-hmm. It feels good to hear other people um, celebrate you or care for you. It's that's also overwhelming. That's needed. It can be overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I, I hear people so. talk about me and they say things and then when I walk away, I have to run to the bathroom because i just very teary-eyed. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering if that comes like from, I don't know, like growing up, I don't feel like, I mean, I don't feel like I was robbed of praise, but it wasn't something that was like constant. Because you, because... You, me, we were always doing what was expected yes, of us. It's like, so there was yeah, no like need to acknowledge it. it. It's mm-hmm. just like, oh, you, you, you passed, beautiful, good job. Oh, you, you come first in your class, beautiful, good job. Mm-hmm. You should have done. You should have do this, A, B, C, D. But it's like, I give you all of this that I could. And this is how you come back at me. That's why you do stuff like what mm. I did in Farm 5. <laughs> oh, That's how you get very not so positive reactions or retaliation mm. from people because they'd be like oh you don't take the time to really acknowledge my hard work hair mm. is mediocre mm. that's true I don't, and, and that's when you hear, like walk spaces too that's when you hear the, the talk it's just like when i was doing it you won't even acknowledge me so mm. don't even try to acknowledge the, the inaction now okay bye <laughs> She out here. And that's why, too, I guess it's important to have that affirmation from within yourself. Because if you get hung up on receiving it from other people, they could really have a lot of influence over the decisions you take or the Mm -hmm. actions that you choose to engage in. Very true. Very true. So you have to, like, like you said, have different percentages, have um, those different aspects have different weights. I don't think. Too much should be coming from other people, whether it's your your parents, your family members, your friendships, your not friendships, but more than that. Acquaintances? What was that? What kind of English? I don't know what I was. 
your acquaintances and colleagues gosh i need for us to use the word acquaintances more acquaintances. i've been saying this you since high school we're not friends no we know each other i just know you i don't know nothing more about you than your name and maybe why you do what you do for a living mm-hmm. and that's not much that's not knowing a person that know. is not a lot to know about a person their name and what they do for a living that's not enough information to say we are friends we are friends know them. i know when them. somebody mentions somebody they could be like you know them i was like no i know of them mm-hmm. there we there's go. a difference in knowing and knowing of i know of them I feel like yes, one day so. we need to have like an English lesson on here. <laughs> Don't say that. You know I would enjoy that. <laughs> I mean, I ask so, you for it for myself, but... <laughs> I, I have things to learn through. We all do. We always do. That's what this pad- oh, podcast gosh. is for. What's a podcast? Podcast. <laughs> That's what this podcast is for. We need to learn their people. All right. So to sum all that up, too much dependence on outside sources is detrimental, but we still need to have that sense of community around us to affirm us. Um, How do we walk through those times when outside influences may affect how we feel about ourselves? We kind of started talking about that, but like, what, what can we do if the relationships that we care about, the people that we care about, and not really supporting, I guess, and they start to affect how we are feeling about ourselves. We can remind ourselves that the journey is ours and not theirs, one. Hmm. Two... We can step back and check in. Like, I keep saying this because mm-hmm. it's important to me and it's something that I value. There's no way I could walk this green or this passionate green or and feel <laughs> confident in self without checking in. Yep. If you don't know what is going on with yourself, where is the confidence going to come from? The dot. <laughs> Not the green pad, but the dog. <laughs> Not the green pastures, because we have very little of those now. Mm, green pastures are before me. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, we have to be checking in with ourselves. And I think that's why the thing that is most important to me right now is to acknowledge how you're really feeling instead of trying to mask it up. Mm-hmm. And that was a weird up. Trying to mask it up and pretend you're I guess. A point. Yeah, pretend that you are one hundred percent on the ball and feeling positive about everything. And if the people around you are not affirming you and you feel that your relationship is such that they could be slash should be, you can talk about that. At least you should be able to, I think. You, yeah, I was about to say, you could talk about it. Make that, make the step to talk about it. If there's no talking, mm-hmm. um, this is considered toxic behavior, but I would point you to the door. Mm. Please, don't forget to go when you leave and find somebody else who is willing to, <laughs> who, who, who has the capacity to align with you. And I mean, it's not always that easy. It's to, not to do those things, but it's a process to get to that point where you feel capable, I guess, of meeting those kinds of situations more head on instead of running from them. Yeah. So, as Saf said, in those situations, you have to remind yourself that the journey is yours and it's not theirs. So we're going to talk about how we can use affirmations, how we can apply them to our lives, and when we should use them, like the best times for them to be effective. Mm. So we're going to run through a little list here. 
So I guess we could I alternate. Run to you. Oh my gracious Lord. Where'd I come from? I don't know where that come from. But if I come to you. <laughs> Tell me will you stay? Bye. Okay. Yeah. Not for here. Let's go. We when continue. we use affirmations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Ah, yes, Lord. Mm. We use affirmations to raise confidence before important meetings, presentations, interactions, or events. Thank you for fixing that for me. Uh, we can use them to control <laughs> negative feelings such as frustration, anger, impatience, and jealousy. You can also use them to motivate ourselves to take action on goals, a goal, many goals. Okay, we can also use them to improve our self-esteem. We're going to talk a little bit later about how affirmations might not be helpful if you have very low self-esteem. Yes. We can also use affirmations to overcome a bad habit. We can use them to improve productivity. And also to respond to negative news with intention to change behaviors. And finally, we can use affirmations to lower stress and rumination. So, Saf, have you ever used affirmations in any of these situations? And have you seen benefits? Um, I would say, like, before important meetings and, and, and interactions and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, like when I went to we talked about this I think the first episode when I went to that Broadway versus thing on my way there mm -hmm. I was like I can't even say talking myself down I was talking myself up and I was like you have this ticket for a reason you know mm. you're yes. going into this space for a reason and then I go into the space and have people affirm my presence like mm -hmm. You felt it. Cool, cool. Thanks. All right. And then also to improve productivity. And um, I won't necessarily say a bad habit. All right. Very, very good. Um, I have used them before. Um, before in events or interactions. Um, like before interviews. I definitely mm -hmm. do. Um, when I did the poetry competition definitely did um i find them helpful in those spot situations because you're already i guess deciding to go into a space so it's helpful to go in with a positive mindset mm -hmm. um i have used them for improving productivity i have to admit that i think maybe like a few years ago like maybe five six years ago i started using affirmations and they were not helpful to me but I think it's probably because your girl didn't have the actions to match these things she was saying. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, it was just that wishful thinking side of things. Mm -hmm. so like you're saying, you're saying, I am this, I am that. But the action to actually make those things true was not happening. So they were not helpful. Um, probably the self-esteem was a little too low for it to be effective as well. Mm -hmm. Because I guess what I was saying did not feel true to me. Hmm. What you're saying has to feel true. I Even was about if to it's say, an aspiration. I was about to say, anything that we say, anything that we speak into the, into the, the world, into mm -hmm. the universe, anything that leaves us, it should always be true to who we are. Mm -hmm. Because it is, it's like... Yeah, so even if it's like a, a goal... An aspiration it has to feel true for you true about you and it has to feel achievable and you have to believe what you say hello that's true too. i i there was a there was a conversation i don't know if it was a specific interview or a podcast with hedda headley and she was saying that i don't know they were asking something about her music and she was saying that the words she speaks, they have to be things that she believes 
part of mm-hmm. why she would say it. And she remembers when she was younger, there would be songs in church that she just wouldn't sing mm-hmm. because she didn't believe it. And it didn't feel true to her in those moments. Mm. And I cannot agree more. You ever been just standing up, just humming a song because you don't feel the truth in it? Can leave you? Definitely when I was younger. You, you're just taking me back to these forced altar call moments. That too. But there's like, that's why, anyways, anyway, 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 who does go up to them thing? Um, but like, <laughs> you don't feel the call after 10 times? Songs like I Surrender All. Mm-hmm. There's just some moments where the words just cannot leave your mouth. You can't leave your mouth yet because you're not actually in that space where you can surrender all. So you can't sing it. That's a song you have to mean. <laughs> anyway, that's a song you have to mean when you sing it. Okay. We yes. went all the way on something else. But all we of back. that, all of that to say, right? All of that to say is you have to believe in what it is you're saying. Mm-hmm. Because our words can actualize in life. Mm. Yes. I believe. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> so some ways that we can use affirmations so that they are effective because as I said for me sometimes they were not effective Saf gave some ways where they were very effective for her so one way is to build a daily habit around affirmations so we both said that we've used affirmations before um, important meetings or important events so they can be helpful in a situation that might be stressful and Saf earlier talked about being consistent. So we have to think about how we can incorporate affirmations into our daily life. So some ways that we can do that, we can journal, as Saf said. We can use affirmations in meditation. We can set phone reminders to remind us to repeat an affirmation throughout the day. Um, One way that I also do it is I put them on post-it notes and stick them on my mirror, a la Mary Jane. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have as many as her, but I wonder if her affirmations were effective. Anyway, (laughs) good question. Let's rewatch the episodes. Um, I don't know if I could take that. Uh, Yeah, so keeping those things at the front of your mind, I guess, whatever way you can to make sure that it's something that you're doing consistently. Yeah, can I also suggest something? Mm -hmm. Um, If anybody's ever seen my mirror pictures, you might notice words on the back of my phone. Mm -hmm. I used walk property to type out (laughs) some phrases and some, I call them power words. Mm. Um, and I stick them onto my phone and I use a clear phone case so that all I have to do is flip my phone over mm-hmm. and see and them. everything is right there for me to see. Love that. If you always have them with you, because we always have our phones, just about. That's a good suggestion. Oh, am I next? You are. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another way we could use affirmations so that they're effective is to behave in ways that are consistent with a chosen affirmation action you know mm-hmm. um, so can affirmations work without behavior change something to ponder how important is it to behave in ways that line up with an affirmation and I feel like we've covered this enough that we yes. don't have to go on we talked a lot about that action. <laughs> All right. So as I said before. <laughs> clean. Clean, clean, clean. Okay. Clean, clean, clean. When, as I said before, um, your level of self-esteem is important to how effective the affirmations you use will be. Um, research has shown that if your self-esteem is higher, then the affirmations will be effective. 
But if you have low self-esteem, they can make you feel worse because there will be a conflict between how you are feeling in the moment, the low and negative feelings that you have, and the positive state that you want to get to. So you might be using the affirmations and feeling worse because you're thinking, oh, this is not something that I can actually do. So you might feel even more ineffective within yourself. Mm. Yeah. So I think, like I've said, checking in with yourself first, really being honest about how you are feeling about yourself can um, be helpful to knowing how to approach affirmations. Okay, so we talked about how we can use affirmations, but importantly, when we are using them, there are a few things we need to do so that we're not, like I've said, um, you talked about them becoming band-aids. So I think there are a few things that we can do to make sure that they are useful, like they're actually being useful to the goals that we have and the journey that we are on where we're trying to get to. So when we are using affirmations, we need to prioritize developing a multi-dimensional life. So you should have multiple things that are contributing to who you are. So you're not just about work or you're not just about being a good wife slash partner. You're not just about being a good mother, right? You're pulling from different areas and you have different passions. That way you have more to draw on when you're making affirmations or when you're saying affirmations to yourself and you can be more resilient if you have a setback in one area. So like if you've been single for a long time, you can still feel affirmed. If you lose your job, you can still feel affirmed because you have Mm -hmm. other areas that you can pull from. Yes, you might have negative feelings about it, but you have other areas that are working for you. So, Saf, how are we cultivating multidimensional lives? (laughs) She said, I can't even do it right now. I don't know what you speak of. Speak mm. of. I mean, um, I think it's a hard, it's a hard thing to do. I have okay. two like main things, mm-hmm. people slash groups that like consistently feed into me on a daily. Mm-hmm. And one of them is you. <gasps> it's me. You also feed into me on a regular. And then, and then there's like my college group, my Mm. college friend, like Mm -hmm. that bunch. I tell you, it was never my intention to go to Fort Collins and make friends, but I was placed in this space surrounded by five beautifully blossoming women Mm. who just like love me. (laughs) I don't understand, Lord, but I am taking it all in. She is loved. She's loved. I know that feeling has to be a good one. Now we just, um, no, Safia, not on the record. Hello, hello. Because we ain't going to go back and say, this is what you said on this day. Huh. <laughs> I'm pull up, pull up the, the clip. No. Say, remember when? No. Do you remember when? Do you? Um, <laughs> let me behave myself. Um, I think the cultivating multidimensional life thing is kind of hard. And I don't know if it's always been encouraged in the sense that people will tell you, focus on your career. Or mm. Focus on this one thing. And mm-hmm. yes, something should probably be your main focus. But at the same time, you should be building different facets into your life. So that your life is full. Because mm-hmm. that's what your life is for. So. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yes. You're just like bringing to life the realities of this thing that I need to decide upon. Ugh. Yes. Yeah. So 
I think it's important to try and cultivate a multidimensional life. Um, in my old age, I feel like I am doing. Girl, hush. <laughs> I think I need to put on a shirt. In my in old my age. Old age. <laughs> But yeah, and Saf, I think that you have been like a real inspiration in this respect for me in terms of like when I see you with your friends, it's like, y'all these people like sisters, like for real, for real. The support is just lovely to watch. So I think in in that regard, like understanding how important having deep connection with people who are not your family, because I feel like within my family, there are some people who I'm very, very, very close to, including the other lunatic on this call. Um She's calling a lunatic. <laughs> Me hey, you used that one in a long time. Who you calling lunatic? Yeah, I ain't used it in a while. <laughs> Come on out, lunatic. Yeah, so nurturing um, relationships and friendships, I think, is an important thing that I need to pursue. I feel like you are still on a path to establishing your community. You are correct. You are very much correct. You ain't reached there yet because the people ain't ready for you. And you, you're not ready for some people either. So, um, it's, it's, uh, not, not, not in a bad way. Mm -hmm. I just feel like we need to get, we need to get Maria to a space where she could relax when around people. Relax. Release. 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 Uh-huh. She's getting there. She is getting there. When using affirmations, we also need to identify authentic affirmations or authentic ones. Um, according to Natalie Datilo, a clinical psychologist at Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston, we should make affirmations and how we word them consistent with values that we are in, that are important to us and our self beliefs. Now, I was waiting for when this would pop up, because mm-hmm. in addition to believing what you say, the way you say it is important. Mm. Um, it's 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 the I get that I am, but also moving beyond that. Mm-hmm. You know, looking into the future. I dissolve, I will receive Mm. because I feel like sometimes the concept of the I am phrases I am feels like no. So if I say a lot of people like to say I am rich. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. You're rich in love. You're rich in spirit. Love that. But are you rich financially speaking? Is that what you're talking about? And is that you right now? I guess I that's what that. it says. It has to line up with your values and self belief. That's like how because, I see it. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that they encourage about affirmations, and we will talk about that later, um, is that you speak in present tense. I don't think you necessarily have to use I am. So, like, I like the words mm-hmm. that you talked about I deserve, I receive, etc. Mm-hmm. And um, keeping it present, I think. It could help you to feel that the thing is possible. Mm. Um, if you're a person who tends to procrastinate or put things off, I'm <clears throat> speaking to myself. Um, hello, speaking hello. about something that you would receive in the future might not necessarily be helpful. Um, yeah, so like saying I will be something. I think it's better mm-hmm. if you can choose something that you can believe right now. And then your affirmation towards what you want in the future, it might change. So like you might you might say right now, I am I am learning skills to change careers. That might be your affirmation for right now. I'm learning skills to change careers. Once you get to a point, huh? I said what a topic. Yeah. So I'm learning skills to change careers. And then once you start developing those skills, it as long as you're taking the actions, you might be at a point where you can say, I am going to be making such and such amount of money this year. You understand? So it's not like you want to say, I will be making $100,000 by this time next year. And 
there is no in-between steps or in-between affirmations. That's the way I look at it. So it has to be believable in the moment, mm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've talked about many things surrounding affirmations, how to use them, um, how we can make them effective. So even after doing all of those things, what do we do? When, when you you're done all you can. Yeah. Feels like it's never enough. Do you just stand? Stand. Stand. No, I am not going to finish this song. We are doing too much. We are doing too much. Stand. Okay. So before we talk about the things that we can do, um, when we're not feeling a phone, is there anything that you do, Saf, that you haven't mentioned as yet that you do when you don't feel a phone? You have a process. I think I already explained it. Yeah, okay, so you already talked about checking in and so on. Just go to sleep. Okay, go to sleep. Can't be bothered. Yeah, sometimes you have to. Um, As you said, relax, relate, release. Release. And that might release you into the bed. Okay. So here are a few things. This comes out of a Washington Post article. Do self-affirmations work? So if you have tried the I am and so on statements, those affirmations, you might want to try some of these things when you're not feeling a phone. So you can start with statements that say what you want to believe. So the same clinical psychologist, Natalie that Tilo suggests statements such as, I want to believe that I am capable enough. I am walking toward believing in myself. I am trying every day to think more positively about myself and capabilities. So if you use statements like that, where you're talking about your desires, they will not feel as inauthentic as saying, I am capable, because that might conflict with how you're actually feeling. Mm-hmm. So if you say, I want to, then that can help give you direction and help you to move forward. Another thing that we could do, we can do, um, is write statements and rate the believability from zero to 100. Woo. If mm. the believability is less than 50, discard or reward so it's more believable for you. You. Watch me. You. I really like that one. I never thought about doing that, but I really like it. Write your statements and then, is this something I even believe? Is it you? you? (laughs) As you said, Sam, uh, what we are saying, we should be believing. We should be believing what we are saying. Okay, so another um, approach you can take is to talk about what you love, such as I love being a parent. It helps you to focus on something you value, something that you cherish, and it can help to give you a sense of purpose. You will be less likely to judge and debate whether it is true. But please, make sure when you do one of these I love statements that it is something that you honestly and truly love. The wonderful darlings is... To write an affirmation. So we're going to go over a few things to keep in mind when you are writing your affirmation. First off, you want to write the affirmation in present tense. You're writing it as if it is already happening and it this approach can help with self-belief. As we said earlier, you can use I am statements, but we don't strictly believe they are necessary. We could be we could be wrong. <laughs> Um, another way is to say it, or one other um, step is to say it with feeling, make it meaningful. Affirmations are more effective when they carry emotional weight. Yep, and we've talked about this a whole bunch, but you need to make it achievable. You're going to base your affirmation on a realistic assessment of the facts before you. These are not magical spells. As my boy Severa Snape said, there will be no silly incantations in this podcast. You big poop. You big poop. 
Harry Potter, get on it. If you have not watched Harry Potter, okay, go ahead, Sam. Nobody watches the anyway. Ugh. Um, it also it's ooh, it's also helpful for you to write. Nope, write the affirmation. Didn't get that right. I didn't get that right at all. Hmm. It's also helpful to write the affirmation for you and focus on what you want. Focus on your actions and not the actions of others. Amen? Amen again. And again and again. And again and again. So to close out our talk on affirmation, affirmations with an S, we are going to boldly recite an affirmation. Saf, you have one? Yeah, I do. You know okay, what it is? Wonderful. I Go belong ahead. here. I belong here. Yeah. Simple, to the point, love it. All right. Mine is I am growing authentically, beautifully, courageously. And deliberately. Ooh. Yes, deliberate growth. Yes. Anyways, thanks for joining us on this journey today, Aya. Um, we are very grateful and appreciative of your presence and your ears to listen to the words that we say, the ones that make sense and the ones that don't always make sense. Um, if there was a moment within this conversation that stood out to you, let us know we're always ready and willing and maybe not always willing, but we're open to hearing and sharing. So hit us up on the Instagrams. You could hit our personal pages up. You could find them in our show notes or you could follow the podcast at Mino Podcast where we provide updates and a little bits and bites every now and again. Check us out on Wednesday for our one on Wednesday. So, whoop. One on Wednesday segment. Can we nosy like that? Um, <laughs> anything else, Ray? I think you covered all underneath the blood. All right. So with that, we say bye. Bye. bye.